What's going on, everybody? It's Nakademus. I'm here with my nephew, Nef CEO, Knockin' Nef Podcast, ready to bring it to you. What's going on, everybody? Today's podcast is about social media. Your favorite shit. Not, definitely His not mine. Favorite shit. Definitely not mine. Starting social to show media. my age with it. <laughs> <laughs> the issues we're having with it, the good things about it, the bad things about it, and how do we... Use it to, to benefit us and not to destroy us as a, as, a, as a people. My experience with social media has been you have your good times, you have your bad times. Me being single, you know, you gotta kind of <laughs> you gotta kind of <laughs> you gotta kind of watch, you know, what you post. You know, you don't want to put yourself out there too much, but you also don't want to be so enclosed that you aren't showing who 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 you are. But you know what? That goes for me too. I'm married, mm -hmm. and you gotta watch some of the stuff you say. You gotta watch some of the stuff you do. You even gotta watch some of the stuff you like. Yeah, that can lead to some arguments. That's, that's very some true. Fuckery at home. That's very, that's very true. Yeah, very true. I mean, I think I think my biggest issue is not so much about uh, how we handle social media, but how it affects us. Right? We have a lot of I've daughters. You have daughter, you know, we have a lot of, 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 of things on social media that could, that could possibly damage them. I think it's, I don't, what I don't like about social media, I think people put too much of their life on social media. Absolutely. And then too, they, I really think they thrive too much for the attention that comes with social media. Absolutely. That's my problem. And I, I think boys are guilty of it, but I think girls are just, a lot of girls' lives are wrapped up in their mm -hmm. social media appearance. Mm -hmm. And that's not good because half the chicks ain't who they are or who they appear to be on social media. Absolutely. And it's, it's we sit up here and, you know, we have these conversations and I try to, you know, my daughters are too young to actually be on social media at this point. But I was raised and now, you know, I, I have a Twitter and an Instagram and a, yeah, a Insta, a Insta face and a face, <laughs> face the gram and all that stuff. But as far as oh, like, a face to gram, but as far as Facebook and we'll, and we'll break them down each one. As far as Facebook, a big thing in Facebook is this false, fake news, false information that's being put out there, and how people are just scrolling through and just reading these posts and not doing their, not getting the information for themselves, or not doing the research to find the information for themselves, and that is creating a whole generation of just dummies. Right, but to me, the whole internet age created a whole era of dummies. Yeah, because people started to. Just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's law or fact or even proven. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people believe their sources they get from Google or whatever mm -hmm. are gospel. Yeah. And like you said, people don't do the research, but part of the reason the internet was made was so you didn't have to read a book. And it, keep it, it 100. It, it, it's funny because I just had a conversation with one of my friends and we're having this, conversa this conversation. Mm -hmm. And I was telling them, I said, even if you do your research and you go and look, the websites that you might click on 
to look at are brand new websites. There was a website out there called uh, Recount the Vote or something. It literally was made a month after the that slogan came out, you know, Recount the Voter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so people are going to this website trying to get this information and the website is brand new. It's not a valid website. It's not a it's not a New York Times website. It's not nothing that's been established with actual journalism and and information that's being put on there for people who are being held accountable. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of BS. And it's so frustrating for me because we're having these conversations. And me and you are having these conversations. And you're looking up because you want to do research. I don't want to be a dummy. Mm-mm. And you go and you're like, is this true? You know, I know I've posted stuff and been like, oh, this is not true. Yeah, and I was victim of that before. Yeah. But what I've started doing is I started going to real sources. If I'm mm-hmm. talking about political stuff, I'm going to mm-hmm. real political sources. I go like to the Library of Congress, the this, you know, and find out stuff because you know where now, I go to. I go to the actual journalist mm-hmm. who who's sitting in in the White House mm-hmm. uh, press press conference, mm-hmm. who's asking the questions, who's getting the information back. Mm-hmm. They don't have a dog in the fight because no matter what president's up there, no matter what person is up there, they still got to come. They have job. to go and and if they, how many times it's like a plane crashing. If a journalist lies about something, he's held accountable. They crucify him because now not only is that thing that he wrote right then and there uh, uh, shunned and burned and thrown under the bus, everything he's wrote, written in the past is questioned. From this point on, everything, and, and everything past is that he makes forward, it will, will be, be scrutinized and questioned. Hundred percent. So. It's just very, very easy. It's very, very microwavable information we're getting from these from from Facebook, Instagram, like you like to call it, Instagram. Instagram. Um, Instagram is great inform, uh, not information, but entertainment when you want to see stuff. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what a lot of people got to realize. A lot of this stuff is entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. It's not serious. A lot of people do stuff in their lives, and they put it on there, and it's. It's for clicks and likes. Yeah. It's to build popularity. Mm-hmm. Remember um, Kick? What was the other one? Um, there was a whole bunch of these little 15 and 10 minute clip oh, things uh, that yeah. everybody did. Yeah, Vine. Vine, yeah. Kick. There was, um, there was a whole bunch of them at one point. Mm-hmm. And um, people were getting famous. Yeah. From these, a lot of people on Instagram right now. Matter of fact, there's a whole lot of the people that are on the Instagram and YouTube that were Viners. Yeah. And once they got rid of Vine, they moved to the next platform to become, Mm -hmm. to, how would I say, increase their popularity. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't realize Cardi B was big on Vine. Yeah. (laughs) You know, she used to tell stories on Vine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how I found out about it because my daughter would watch her on Vine. Yeah. That's how I found out about Mm -hmm. it. And I was like, she's dope. I mean, you know, you know, she was funny. I ain't gonna say well, she was well, dope. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she was funny. funny. She especially was for what she a was stripper doing. telling stories. You especially know, especially for what she was doing, she was funny. You know, and my thing is, I'm glad that you got to see the other side of Cardi B. She wasn't just a stripper; she was talented. Yeah. You know, she went to the school of arts and had these talents and yeah. put them out there. Yeah, and see, that's an, another thing with a lot of the personalities we like in entertainment. A lot of these people went to school of the arts or whatever to be what they are. Think about 2 chains. 
Two Chains. Well, I don't. I can't say about Two Chains. I don't, I don't know the story of Two Chains. Well, I mean, like Two Chains has a degree. Yeah, he's well, a no, smart, yeah, he's a smart dude, but yeah, he he's doing basketball and all yeah, that. But he's doing something that is. But I'm talking about people like Nicki Minaj, yeah. Tupac, Jada Pinkett. They went to the school of the arts. Yeah, they yeah. went to school to eventually do something in entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Zendaya, she went to the Oakland School of the Arts. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. These are people who knew their path. They wanted to be in entertainment some way, form, or fashion, mm-hmm. and they did that. Mm-hmm. And these people, you know, like I remember when Jay Z had a beef with Mob Deep. Yeah. And he put up that picture of one of the members in the group in a tutu. Mm. He went to a school of the arts. Yeah. He learned ballet when he was in school of the art. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a whole lot of football players who are ballerinas. There's a whole lot of football players who do all kinds yeah. of Yeah, and it's like, but but a lot of people look at that as like, oh, he's soft. He ain't soft. He's cultured. He's cultured. Absolutely. And see, and see, that's the difference in me. I grew up, like I said, I grew up middle class, uh, opposed to a friend of mine who grew up in the hood. Mm-hmm. He's seen a dude in in, in in some ballet stuff, and he's like, oh, that nigga's, a, he, that nigga's gay. He a fag. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not. He was exposed to ballet. Absolutely. He was cultured. That same kid that was in the, the tutu and, and the tights is the same dude that was crumping, and he was mm-hmm. pop-locking and everything else, yeah. and he could dance. Dance was a, one was his gift. Mm-hmm. And just because he, he, at this form of dance, he has to wear this, don't make him gay. Um. Then you know, there's people who. But see, but see, people don't see that. They only see this thirty minute clip, this a minute, this minute clip of these caricatures on Instagram, Instagram, and they think <laughs> this is who I am. Yeah. You know, they don't see all that, all that stuff. And then too, you got to remember, with social media and the internet. You could be somebody you don't that that you're not. You can be whoever you want to be because you're giving them what you want to give them. That's true. That's true. Because with like I said in social media, you could be whoever you want, and so people use each different social media mm-hmm. for what to portray whatever you want. You like I said most most women on social media on, on Instagram are trying to show you how cute or how sexy they are. Some people show you how talented they are. Yeah, yeah. You know, guys, some guys flex, some guys, you know, you know, it's it's different ways. Me as a music producer, I use my social media to just kind of stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Show people what I'm doing and put up some some music here, some video there, some stuff, you know, stuff that I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. But um for the most part like I said, my issue with social media is people not uh, people take it too serious, and people not one hundred when they on social media. Yeah, they kind of. Well, it's because they're comparing themselves with the other thing, the other people they follow. I follow all kinds of people, everybody from Kevin Hart to the kid down the street, John you know, Zarian. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so I see these people, and there's that dude. So it's like, I see these people, and you look, you're looking at their cars, you're looking at the shoes they're wearing, you're looking at the clothes, you're looking at them get up and go walk downstairs to this mansion that they have, and you're not upset with yourself, but you're like, I need to step my game up. Well, you know what? Yeah, to some extent. Mm Because to me, the homes and all of that shit don't make me step my game up. But it's not. I'm not talking about. But I'm saying. No, I get what you're saying, but like, for me, that's not a trigger. 
But when I see cats doing, like I'm a videographer mm. and, and I do music. And to me, I, to be honest with you, I did not use the pandemic the way I should have. Mm-hmm. But because I'm an essential worker, I couldn't. Yeah. I'm, 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 I've been out in it flowing. And when the, you know, the pandemic is bad, I'm, I'm seeing it. Yeah. So it, I'm, I'm bringing it home. And then, like, here at home, yeah. my my wife don't get the leave. She got to work from home. So when I come home, sometimes she crabby. Yeah. You know, because she didn't have to deal with work in her home all day. Yeah. So she, kinda, don't have, she can't get away from it. She's right. Sitting. So it kind of changes. So I come home with these expectations. Oh, I'm going I'm to do this. I'm going to make this beat. I'm going to do this video. And then the stresses of life slows that down. Absolutely. And so I look at Instagram and I look at other social media and I see, I don't call them my competitors because I'm not, I don't compete with people when it comes to my art, but I see some of my um, peers mm-hmm. and some of the work they're doing and it sparks me that I need to get on my game. I got to do this. I got to do that. I look, and that's yeah, what it does yeah. for me. And I look at that. I look at that when I see entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and I see them having all these different irons in the fire. But see, here's my thing with entrepreneurs. What people don't realize is you got to have money to make money. Yeah. As an entrepreneur. And see, it it starts, yeah, some entrepreneurs start by investing $15 a week. I just had that conversation yesterday. And some of them, some dudes got the money, like me and my friend was talking on on Saturday. Some people, he, he works, he's the stock administrator for his job. And he trips because he said it drives him crazy when he can see people that can just throw $7,000 here and $10,000 yeah. there because he can't do it. Yeah. And it, it drives you crazy because you see the results on what they're doing. But my thing is you don't have it like that. So you can't do it like that. I remember I'll never forget my ex-wife. She's working at a bank. And she said it was always frustrating her counting money on payday. Mm-hmm. And she's counting thousands of dollars mm-hmm. just licked. And then she gets a check and the check is $750, dollars $800, $900, $1,000. You know, so you you're holding all this in your hand, and mm-hmm. you you're not getting the benefits of that because mm-hmm. it's not yours. Yeah. But you know, like you said, like I said, I see entrepreneurs, and I see them coming up with these ideas and doing these things and moving and and and, and shaking and kind of mm-hmm. maneuvering in the ways that they want to do. And I'm like, oh, okay, I need to do this. I need to get this mm-hmm. done. I need to I need to figure this out. Okay, we need to. Hey, I'm hitting you up. Hey, I got an idea. We need to. You know what I'm saying? And kind of. Yeah. And kind of do this other stuff. And it causes me to almost, you have this like social media anxiety. Young girls have this social media anxiety. They need to look a certain way. They need to have these shoes. They need to have these dresses. They need to have this. Young boys, regardless if they're playing football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I know. But, see, but, I, but I'm, I'm, for me too, I'm from a different era. Yeah. Because yeah. The, uh, like me and my son, you know, my son's a trendy dude. Mm-hmm. Me and my son used to have this thing where he would always have to get the tennis shoes that was hot. When I was coming up, I wore the stuff that you didn't have. I wanted my style to be so different from yours that either you was like, whoa, he 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 did that, or mm-hmm. you wanted to duplicate it. Once yeah. you duplicate it, it's time for me to move on to the next thing. 100%. Absolutely. See, that's how, that's how I am now. Like me. I, like, perfect example, me. In my community... I think I might have been the first dude in my neighborhood running around in my grade, running around in creepers, tapered khakis, 
with my hair crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just like, and and I was a dancer too. So in one dance phase, I was the first dude doing certain things. You was twerking? Nah, man. We didn't twerk back then. <laughs> That's the new generation shit. That shows <laughs> um, But we used to have group. We used to have freak groups. Uh huh. The dance called a freak, kind of like twerking, but you be all up on the girls. You know, it's kind of uh, like yeah, the same thing. Yeah. And we would go to Uncle Jam's Army. Mm-hmm. And in my neighborhood, we didn't have a lot of freak groups. I made my own freak group, mm-hmm. and I would link up with other cats in L.A. and we do our thing. Yeah. But. Other cats started to come along later in my neighborhood. Because mm-hmm. they were, oh, yeah, oh, we see you was doing this, this, this. Just like when modding was in, when everybody was in the sky. Mm-hmm. I was one of the first dudes in my area modding. Because mm. there was stuff in the black upper middle class community we wasn't doing. Yeah, yeah. But I went to white schools, so I seen it. And I thought it was dope. So I started doing it. Just like I've been pop locking and you know, doing all that forever. Yeah, and I learned that in the park by my neighborhood. That's funny. That's like on a uh, what show is that? There's a show, and the kid goes into an upper class school, mm-hmm. and then he, you know, he's living his life. He's doing his thing, but he's he's in this weird uh, uh, limbo of being and learning about what these white kids are doing, mm-hmm. and also living in the hood. Yeah, you know, but it's hard because and then social media too. On top of this when you're looking at Instagram, these kids are trying to be these other things that they're not. Mm-hmm. If you live that life, you live that life. But these kids that are from higher, you know, the, these classes that have never seen these kids, they want to say the words, they want to dress wanna, like them. Oh, you're talking about the N-word. I mean, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's part of it. That's part yeah. of it. But also dress like them and, 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 and talk and have the same swag. Yeah, but, and, but see, and I'm like, that's not you. That goes to what I said before. You cannot give your culture to the masses, mainstream media, and not expect them to duplicate it. That's true. And you can't get upset when these people are cap- profiting, profiting, and doing you better than you because you gave it to them. Just like hip hop, people. But is it? But like, perfect but it, example. But did you give it to like, them? Like, like we talk about our social media. I know, but we always talk about how my generation always talks about how we hate it, what hip hop is because of what they're doing. But we gave hip hop to the mainstream. Yeah. But I think that's a generational thing too, because every generation thinks that the generation below them is terrible. I'm not saying they're terrible, but like to say the mutant, like my wife had to drill in my head because I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. The music's not for you. It's not your music. Yeah, I understand that. My music, my I loved it. My daddy was like, that's, boy, that's garbage. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. My daddy hated rap music. Yeah. But see, we, that's. But like I said, I think that's the general because we do it in football. We do it. In, who's the greatest basketball player? Who's the greatest football? Well, see, player? my thing with who's football, the boxer, you know, we, you know, we, 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 uh, we kind of getting off topic. But I'm gonna say, like with sports, a great athlete is a great athlete. But my thing is, like, what I hate is the generations under us want to measure athletes by what they see when weights don't lie, times don't lie, heights don't lie. So if, like I said, Will Chamberlain, I'll always say, is the greatest athlete I've ever seen because you're looking at a man that was 
world record capable in damn near the the hundred, the hurdles, the high jump, then he could bench 400 pounds. Do you realize how what that was for his era? That's still viable in but this see, but era. You, but you said that perfectly, what that was for in his right, era. Right, but my thing is, he's still great in this era with those stats. But we still yeah, want to I mean, be you can't, and I can't. At, us, at seven feet, and we want to discount him and say, Jordan, is that much better than when Jordan can't do that? No, I wouldn't say that. But would I say Shaq is that? Shaq is Shaq is an incredible talent for for his size, but he's not what Chamberlain was. But then again, it's like it's like you look at Russell Westbrook, fat one of the fastest people I've ever seen. When I went to that, I saw the Kings and Rockets. He's the fastest person I've ever seen on a basketball court, hands down. I think the fastest person I ever seen with a basketball is Tyus Edney. But I mean, he was like fast. I said, but I see. I mean, when I seen him, and I'm in the stands, and I'm like. This dude was running, and this was like this was two years ago where he got average triple double. Okay, so I was like, he's moving at a rate I've never seen anybody move. Let's get back to social media. But anyway. I'm sorry, we went out on tangent. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't have a Twitter. I mean, I know I have a Twitter. I never use it. I think I follow three people. One's my cousin. Mm-hmm. You'll send me stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. But as far as Looking at Twitter, I don't even really pay that much attention to it just because. But I know it's the biggest thing right now. I know Twitter's bigger than Instagram. I know it's it bigger. is. I think it is. Uh-uh. Insta- Everybody between stuff. Instagram is the biggest is? thing, I think. Okay. Because my thing is, because you got to look at it, no matter oh, what, yeah. what age group you're in, you fool with it. You got to be a certain intellectual level so, to start fooling with Twitter. So let's do this. Let's talk about age groups in social media. Mm hmm. We both agree that Facebook is an older demographic. It's an older demographic because your grandma even got Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm yeah, 100. Got a book, Facebook, book and, and my thing is, don't get it twisted. My daughter's 21. She got a Facebook, and she do she fool around on Facebook every now and then. But, but it's not her thing. But her, their thing is Instagram. Instagram and Twitter, they're on religiously. At that age, 21, 18, they, they, those are the ones they fool with. And so you got to remember, too, it shows them all they need to see. Yeah. Their fashion, yeah, their music, their, it, it shows them everything they want to see. And I think I think Facebook is more more for older political information. No, type of you know what? I think Facebook became political in the last, not this election, but the last election oh, absolutely. before that. Absolutely. Because before that, Facebook, yeah, you got information from Facebook, but it was still more... Family, friends type of thing. Well, of that, but then the information you were getting was more about TV stars, TV shows, mm-hmm. music. It still was, you know, it but was, it was light. It's, it's, more, it's more geared towards, I say my age. It, I'm going to say it's, it's geared towards older, more mature older, people. Older, more mature people. Mm-hmm. Instagram is has a, a wider range from me. I'm 40 down to, you know. Yeah, Instagram. I think it, it, it goes. I think it even goes lower than that. And then you got. Then you got you. Well, we we we're, 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 we're skipping got, Snapchat. Then you got Snap. Well, say yeah. Then you got Snap. But then you got TikTok. TikTok, and then okay. you know, and see, TikTok is the range is huge. But TikTok grew so fast. In such a short amount of time that it is 
mind blowing. I don't think TikTok grew any faster than Instagram did. I think we like say you you just weren't looking at TikTok no, at first. You forget you forget my kids are younger. Right. So they were already doing TikTok. And the, it now TikTok's gotten big because of the TikTok, I'm saying, the TikTok well, yeah, but, but I'm saying you weren't looking at it. They no, were. I wasn't. They were looking at it, but I saw them talking about TikTok. Mm-hmm. And now that these TikTok dances are coming out, these little 15 second. But see, look. I'm like. Look, TikTok took the place of kick, vine, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's, true. That, that is the evolution of it. But you see people doing these dances. I mean, something set up in the middle of a supermarket. Costco just uh, <laughs> doing these. I'm not even going to do nothing, but doing these moves that you're looking like they really shooting a TikTok on in the middle of Costco. Literally in the middle of Costco. Shooting a TikTok in the middle of Walgreens. Shooting a TikTok in some parking lot randomly. Shooting a TikTok in the middle of Safeway. Safe well, well, you know, it's funny you say that because when, you know, I, you know, when I'm in the supermarket or I'm in Costco, I be clowning. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like I said, I'm an ex dancer. I, I, I pop lock everywhere. <laughs> so one time I'm in there, I'm in there doing something. I'm in there pop locking. You know, I'm playing around. Uh-huh. And next thing I know, I'm at work one day, and <laughs> one of my coworkers is like, "Is this you?" <laughs> the person that posted me up dancing at Costco. So. Uh, you yes, gotta, yeah, watch, you gotta watch what you do in public because phones got the, cameras. You'll be it. on social media not knowing it. Be on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, so then you have Snapchat. Snapchat, I'm on. I'm not really on. It's kind of like a. I used to be on Snapchat I, a lot. I, you know what I do? Snapchat. I get on Snapchat and I look at like, I look at the little Snapchat stories, not other people's stories, but like, like the 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 whole. The sponsored stuff. Yeah, I look at the, I look at those, and, and I, yeah, because I look at it, the UFC. I look at um, I look at like Ra- I look at like there. Raider stuff. I look at Sports uh, yeah. Center. I look at certain like Kevin Hart or musical mm-hmm. artists that have their little things on mm-hmm. whatever. So I look at that. That's what I use Snapchat for. Uh, but then you got stuff like slang, TNA. No, <laughs> <laughs> then you got new social media. What's new social media? Parlor. Parlor. For those who don't know what Parlor is. So Parlor is a social media platform that was developed because far right wing people wanted to have a place where they can spew whatever they had to say. Express themselves ex- without being judged. With, without being uh, judged. Well, judged or uh, censored. They don't want to yeah, be censored. Also that. It is something that uh, it's something that I feel very strongly about because a lot of my Facebook friends moved to Parlor. They're still on Facebook because Facebook is the biggest thing since forever. But now that they're on Parlor and you see them say, I'm going to Parlor, you instantly know what type of person that is. It's a person riding around with a Trump flag. On Are you? Uh, well, I think people assume that because we absolutely can't, we can't we can't honestly believe that. Everybody on Parlor is a Trump supporter. I ca- I cannot. But at the same time, <laughs> I assume, I just like I assume that every person with a Trump flag is racist. Mm-hmm. It's like and, you have a you Trump know, flag, and, and behind that Trump flag should be a Confederate flag. Now, am I right in that assessment? Absolutely no. not. No, because there's black people who support Trump mm-hmm. who are not obviously are racist because 
unless you Tyrone Biggums, you can't be racist against your own skin. Or <laughs> so, but it's a it's a it's a it's a natural inclination, it's a natural thought that I have when I when I hear or see Parlor. Have I been on Parlor? No. Am I gonna get a Parlor account? Yes, because I want to see what the going zones is. Uh, yeah. You got to know, you can't just be on there, you know, I can't be on there talking and telling you these things without actually being on it. So I am going to get on Parlor and I will report the chaos that I see that's on there. Or not. <laughs> but there's all these social media platforms, these all, all these ways that we can talk to others, family, friends, um, yeah, and then too, like me being me being in the music industry, there's a social media for that. Yeah, um, me doing film stuff. What is it? Studio Thirty Two is uh, like social media for mm-hmm. filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Then you have like uh, Reverb Nation, mm-hmm. and then you have you know that's for people that make music. You got. Um, What's the one that everybody uses now? It's, it, it used to be like that, and now I think record companies, everybody releases music on it. What is it called? Um, oh, uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I think, you know, it's it's people don't realize those are social media. Yeah. Because my thing is, if I can post something up, you could respond, you could DM me. It's social it's media. It's social interaction. It's, it's social, social interaction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think my favorite one will always be YouTube. Yeah. I think so too. And the greatest thing about YouTube is if you want to know how to do something, you can find anything you want on YouTube. Lighting wire lights, put up fans, mm, how to edit video, refrigerators, <laughs> you how to do makeup. <laughs> how, can, how can George look like Georgina? It's <laughs> exactly. all in there. You can exactly. do whatever you want. So I think I think in closing social media as a whole, we have to we have to do our deal due diligence of watching how it affects us, uh, how we look at things, you know, how it, how we present ourselves on social media and also how, you know, our kids are, are affected by it. Yeah, and then too, I think we all need to be more mindful of what we say to people and about people on social media. Because like people, people, you know it's true, it's still bullying. Yeah. No matter what you say on there, if you are saying something maliciously to somebody, it's bullying. And my thing is, why? You know, I I just let people be what they want to be in their own space. Yeah, it's empathy. But then, too, I need people to be, keep it 100 and be real. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Well, that's the Knockin' Death Podcast today. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Nakademus Darren Patton. I'm Barry Tucker, Neff CEO. Neff CEO. That's not. I'm Neff. Till next time. Peace.